Welcome to the Weekly Word from St. Andrew Lutheran Church in Farmersville, Ohio. Visitors and guests who are here with us this morning, as well as to everyone joining us by video and podcast. There is a correction to this morning's bulletin. We will be omitting the offertory response and going straight from the offering to the prayers this morning. The financial statements for 2021 will be mailed this week. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact Holly. Please note the series of announcements on the back of the bulletin regarding various decisions which have been made by our church council regarding the worship service. This morning, following the worship service, you are invited to depart from the sanctuary at your own convenience and discretion. We ask that everyone continue to be mindful of the health of your fellow worshipers. If there is interest, after worship today, we would like to have a choir rehearsal. Please see Connie if you are interested. Please also note the announcement on the back of the bulletin concerning the adjustment to the camera and recording the service in the near, in the near future. I also have copies of the blanket waiver available for all families who wish to sign one. One announcement which is not in your bulletin is that I respect, appreciate, and take seriously the recommendations made by church council from the evaluations to me. I ask for everyone's patience as I continue to work on making these changes and thank you in advance for your patience and continued guidance. I am also currently partaking in free resources to assist me in my pastoral and professional development. The other announcements I leave to your own reading. Are there any other announcements for this morning? Karen. Thanks to God. We have two additional prayer requests for this morning as well. Um, Marge McNabb, who is Steve's, who is Steve's mother, um, who has been at Sycamore Hospital, is being treated uh, for a blood clot in her leg. Please keep her in prayer. Also tomorrow, Kevin Moses is having surgery at the Ohio State University Hospital, and we are asked to keep him in prayer as well. Are there any other announcements for this morning? Let us begin with prayer. O Lord, our maker, redeemer, and comforter, we are assembled in your presence to hear your holy word. We ask you to open our hearts by your Holy Spirit, that through the preaching of your word, we may be taught to repent of our sins, to believe on Jesus in life and death, and to grow day by day in grace and holiness. Hear us for Christ's sake. Amen.
Lord, who may dwell in your sanctuary? Whoever does what is righteous and speaks the truth from the heart. The one who fears the Lord and honors his word. Lord, teach us your ways every day. Then we too will stand firm in your house. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, you sent your Son to proclaim your kingdom and to teach with authority. Anoint us with the power of your Spirit, that we too may bring good news to the afflicted, bind up the brokenhearted, and proclaim liberty to the captive. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. For our children's sermon today, by a show of hands, how many of you have hands? All right, splendid. We're going to try a little experiment in that case. Stick out one hand, your right one or your left one, either one, like this. Now, here's the, here's the experiment. Find your pinky finger, and the, and the goal is Bend your pinky finger without bending your ring finger. See? It's impossible. It's impossible to bend your pinky finger without bending your ring finger. And the reason is because each one of your fingers are connected to each other. Each one of your fingers are connected to each other with tendons so that what one finger does affects what all the other fingers do. Now the reason for the silly little exercise is because in just a few minutes, we're going to hear ourselves, that is each one of us, compared to a body. And what we're going to hear is that each one of us are connected. We are all connected. Just like our fingers are connected to each other, all of our body parts are connected to each other so that what happens to one body part affects all of our other body parts. And in the same way, what happens to one of us affects all of us. And what that also means is how we treat each other affects everybody else. How we treat one person or how we are treated, affects all of us. So we always have to remember that we are God's family. We are part of his family, so we are all connected to each other. And that means how we treat each other affects all of us. So what that means is that we are to treat each other well, with love and care, the same way God treats us. Because if we treat each other with love and care, then we will be able to treat each other with love and care. We are all connected, so let's treat each other well. Everybody repeat after me. Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus help us to care for each other. Amen.
The first reading is from Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 through 6, and starts on page 1157 in your pew Bible. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. There will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the, re the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Aliens will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards. Here ends the first reading. The second reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 through 27, and begins on page 1785. The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts, and though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. For we are, were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jew or Greeks, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, cease to be part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unrepresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has combined the members of the body and has given great honor to the parts that lacked it. So that there should be no division in the body but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Here ends the reading.
The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the fourth chapter, beginning at the 14th verse. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He taught in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the, into the synagogue, as was his custom. And he stood up to read. The scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. On rolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him, and he began by saying to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters, grace and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God that, even after yet another nail-biter game yesterday, the Bengals are well on the way forward. Woohoo, yes. However, however, I'm aware that I've kind of used football as my opening example for the last couple of weeks, and I don't want to bore you all, and I certainly don't want to get into a rut, so I'm going to do something a little bit different this morning. Since, in addition, as many of you know, to being a sports fan, I'm also a music fan. So today, we're going to play a game I call Name That Band. Now, the object is actually very simple. I give out the name of classic rock band members, and all of you guess to get to guess the band they're either part of or were part of. So I'll start off with an easy one. John, Paul, George, and Ringo. The Beatles, yes. How about, listen very closely, Mick, Keith, Brian, Bill, and Charlie. The Rolling Stones, yes. All right. Try this one on for size, and remarkably, this is still the original lineup. How about Bono, The Edge, Adam, and Larry? Really? I'll give you all a hint. Think Ireland. You too. That's right. Yes. Now, the reason for this little exercise is to demonstrate the fact that usually, when we think of a band, we think only of the band name. But we tend to forget that bands are made up of individuals. Each individual has a special part to play in the band because each individual affects the overall sound of the band. But sometimes, even though they are of equal importance, certain individuals in the band tend to be forgotten. Oftentimes, they're forgotten or they're taken for granted until they end up leaving the band. But if all the members of the band are equally recognized, appreciated, and valued, all the members of the band enjoy being in the band and making music. And then the quality of the band's music remains high and enjoyable for everyone. In a similar way, we are like a band. In today's second reading, which Angie read for us just a few moments ago. St. Paul describes us as being a body, 
which in a way is kind of like a band, where just as each one of our body parts are of equal importance, each one of us individually are of equal importance. If we each are recognized, appreciated, and valued, then our overall quality can be at its best. In other words, if individually we are, we are recognized, appreciated, and valued, then, then we absolutely will want, to, will want to have the best quality, and we can enjoy being part of the body, which influences how we act towards each other and everyone else. Our value and importance is, even from the outset, perhaps even greater than we imagine, because of our value and importance to God. God valued and appreciated us so much that he sent his son to die on the cross to bring us back to him and then to rise again to promise us eternal life. However, Jesus' death and resurrection was not only for us to be able to go to heaven. It was not just for the next life. It was also for this life. It shows us how much God is concerned about our overall health and well-being here and now. Jesus came not only to die and rise again, but he also came to heal. He came, as he points out in today's gospel reading, and also he quotes directly from the prophet Isaiah in today's first reading, to give sight to the blind, to release captives, and free the oppressed. He emphasizes that he himself is able to fulfill these words because, being God himself, he has the very power and authority of God to do so. He also did not just come to start a group, an institution, or even a religion. As we talked about just a couple weeks ago, he came to make us part of his family. And in his family, he wants us to make sure that each one of us are loved, valued, and cared for. And to know that each one of us are of high quality and value to him. This means that we here today are not just a group or an institution. We are a family. In our own families, we've probably noticed that the mood of one person in the family can affect the mood of everyone in the family. If one person is having a bad day, everyone has a bad day. Can anyone relate? I saw a number of hands shoot up, wow. But if one person is happy and has reason to celebrate, to celebrate, everyone is happy and has reason to celebrate. Again, can anyone relate? Wonderful. The health of a family also depends on whether each member of the family is willing to be sensitive to and care about the needs, moods, and well-being of the other members in the family. Also, the health of a family depends on whether each member of the family feels equally recognized, appreciated, and affirmed for who they are and the value they have in the family. Since we are a family, we are also to be concerned about whether we make each other feel recognized, appreciated, and affirmed for the special value each one of us have in this family. Since we are, since we are a family, we are also... Um, we are also to make sure that the quality and recognize that the quality of our family depends greatly on how much we value each other and how much we feel valued. But even then, 
as we hear from the scriptures today, we also are to realize that we are more than just a family. We are the body of Christ. Jesus is still among us in spirit, but we are his visible body. We make him real among ourselves and to the rest of the world. We represent him by being his physical body. Our own bodies may have individual parts, but together they make up our whole body. We are individuals, and each one of us are special and unique in our own way, making up the whole body of Christ. And as members, that is, parts of the body of Christ, we do make up a whole. This means we are to care for each other, his body, as much as we do our own bodies. You've probably noticed that if one part of your body hurts, then the rest of your body suffers. This is especially why, in this cold and flu season, not to mention with the coronavirus still going around, it's important for you to love yourself, to take care of yourself, and treat your body as well as possible. With all the continuing stress that's going on because of many different things, it's important for you to be able to care for yourself by doing things you enjoy, spending time with family and friends in any way you can, and making sure you're always aware of how your body feels. Make sure you're doing things that, that help you feel valued and appreciated by you yourself. Most of all, always be willing to ask for help and support. If one of us is feeling under pressure or stressed in any way, it affects every one of us. So it is important for us to be able to be supportive to help relieve each other's pressure or stress. We can listen to each other and so help heal each other. Also, the way we speak to each other or about each other can make a difference. Speaking, encouraging, and affirming words to each other can help us feel valued and help us believe that we are important and we have high quality in our church family. Just as speaking, encouraging, and affirming words to ourselves can help our minds and bodies feel healthy, doing the same for each other as a body can help us feel whole and healthy as well. Now there is no doubt that the past couple years have been stressful. The pandemic is still ongoing and it has caused a lot of, of stressful change and worry. We have also expressed our stress in different ways. For some of us, the stress has probably caused any mental or physical struggle we have already had to intensify. This is why the need to recognize, appreciate, and value each other is all the greater than before. Recognizing, appreciating, and valuing each other means listening to and validating each other's stresses, struggles, and concerns. We can also recognize that each one of us are oppressed in some way. We are pressured by stresses and struggles, and our, and our stresses and struggles can affect our moods and attitudes. But we are to also recognize that all of these are perfectly valid, and we can allow each other to struggle. Sometimes, just being listened to, to help, can help relieve our stresses, put our struggles in perspective, and help us to, and help relieve our pressures. 
Just as we are to listen to our own bodies to be able to treat ourselves in the best way possible, we are to listen to each other, the body, to be able to treat each other the best way possible. We particularly, as a body and as a family, are to be aware of the amount of stress we are still carrying, what we have been storing among us. As with our individual bodies, it is easier for us to become sick or ill as a body if we allow ourselves to become overly stressed and if we allow painful memories or attitudes to, to fester. Just as leaving a cut or wound untreated and allowed to fester leads to infection or, or, any, or leaving any other symptoms untreated can lead to becoming sick. Leaving any wounds or pain untreated among us can also lead to, to infection and sickness. The most effective way to deal with any untreated wounds is to address them directly, especially by going directly to anyone whom we believe has wounded us, listening to each other's point of view, attempting to resolve the situation, and asking for forgiveness. If doing so is impossible, we can pray to God to help us to be able to forgive so that whatever the pain, hurt, or situation may be no longer determines how we act or think. The reason for all this is so that we as a body can be healthy to be able to move in the direction God desires for us because we have a purpose. We have a purpose and God has a plan. As the body of Christ, our purpose is to carry out his plan. His plan is for us to carry out his work, the work which Jesus did by fulfilling the words of Isaiah. As I talked about last week, each one of us plays a special part and has a special role in the ministry of our church family. We can help release each other from oppression, especially oppression caused by the pain of stress or illness. Rather than depending on only one person, the health of the body, our church family, depends on everyone, on each one of us. Our ability to move forward as a church family also depends on each one of us. Just as each of our body parts need to be moving together in order to move in the same direction, each of us also need to be moving in the same direction in order to move forward. In order for our church family, the body of Christ, to be able to, to be healthy and grow into God's purpose and plans for, for us, we are to be moving forward together. If we are healthy and growing together, then we are able to, by the power of Jesus, speak and act with the authority of God far more effectively. So let us, as we care for ourselves, care for each other as the body of Christ. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
And now together let us confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please feel free to place your offering in either one of the plates at the back of the sanctuary. We wish to let our visitors and guests know that you are under no obligation to give. This service is our gift to you. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. You reveal yourself to us in the reading of Scripture. Fulfill your word through the faithful witness of your church. Send us out to bring your liberating good news to all people. Lord, in your mercy. You desire that there be no dissension among us. Where we are divided in our society, nation, or world, come quickly to reunite us into one body. Ease conflict, dispel violence, and bring an end to war. Lord, in your mercy. Build up the body of Christ in this place. Bless the variety of ministries in this congregation. Empower us to freely welcome and deeply value each person who enters into worship and ministry among us. Lord, in your mercy. Anoint with your spirit all who seek your favor. Heal all those who are struggling with any addiction, illness, or injury, especially all those who we name silently in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy. In thanksgiving, we lift before you the saints for whom the promise of salvation has now been fulfilled. And especially today, we give you thanks for the lives of Bob Menke, Carla Gant, and Jackie Myers. Tend to those who mourn. Bring us together in your everlasting glory. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray. Trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
of the Lord. Thanks be to God. To subscribe to the Weekly Word, please visit your favorite podcast provider. May God bless you now and always. Thank you.